Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. On this episode, we'll be looking at Proverbs 19, 23. The word of God reads, The fear of the Lord leads to life. One will sleep at night without danger. We've been doing a deep dive on this idea and concept of the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is God-centeredness. It's a posture of awe and worship of God that's centered on Him and who He is. It's not on ourselves, but on Him. And really, this is the beginning point Uh, and the entrance path of knowledge and wisdom. But the beginning of the fear of the Lord is the genuine experience of God's grace, and the evidences uh, that we see that these things have really taken place in our lives is that we desire God for God, and flowing out of that desire, we despise sin, that which is contrary to his nature and character. So that's what we've talked about in the few previous episodes. Today, we're going to see a huge benefit that flows out of God-centricity, a huge benefit of fearing the Lord. And there are many, but in today's episode, we're going to see this one in particular, which is that the troubles of life will not shake you. In fact, we see this in today's passage. It says that one will sleep at night. This is the one who fears the Lord, that they will sleep at night without danger. Now, this passage, it does not mean that those who fear the Lord will live a trouble-free life. I mean, we know that's not true because we see the one who was who feared the Lord more than anyone else in Jesus, and he had a life full of trouble. So it doesn't mean that you're gonna, your life is going to be problem-free. It also doesn't mean that you're not going to feel the emotional weight of troubles. No, of course, when, when hardships or bad circumstances or things happen to us, we absolutely uh, feel the emotional weight of troubles. And so, therefore, it does not mean that you know, troubles in life are a thing to scoff at. You know, simply because we fear the Lord, we should just downplay trials and challenges and hardships. That's not what this passage means. No, what this passage means is that you will not be overthrown by your troubles. In other words, troubles will come. But even more importantly, you will have an anchor in the soul in the very midst of trouble. I love the way Tim and Kathy Keller uh, wrote it in their devotional. They said, trouble can take away anything from you except God. Therefore, if God is to you a greater safety, a deeper security, and a more powerful hope than anything else in the world, you fear no trouble. Oh, don't you love that? You fear no trouble. That's what this passage means. You will not be overthrown by your troubles when you fear the Lord. I mean, let's think about for a moment, you know, just when you think about culture, our culture and the way that our culture kind of has this antagonistic spirit and posture towards Christianity. I mean, you've heard people say things like, oh my gosh, you know, the Christian faith, it's a crutch. It's a crutch for weak people. And my response would be, oh my gosh, 
it is so much more than a crutch. I mean, it, it's the entire hospital bed. It's the entire operating room. It's the whole hospital. I mean, that's how much I need uh, Jesus. That's how much I need the grace of God. But the amazing thing is that because I have him, no matter how hard the wind blows, I know that I'll be kept safe and secure because no matter how strong the winds blow, I am in the strong tower of his grace and his presence. But I mean, that that's where, uh, that's the beauty of uh, fearing the Lord, but that's the way that our culture views it, right? Or think about sometimes the way even Christian subculture talks about suffering. Uh, we, we often want to just pray away suffering, right? We want to, we want prayers where we just ask for hedges of protection around suffering. And of course, you know, we, we should pray for those things. We shouldn't ask God for you know, bad circumstances. But here's the amazing thing that we get from this proverb and really the Christian faith is that even when suffering comes our way, God, he protects us. We are protected from suffering because of the great deep anchor and hope that we have. You know, I just think about every single time I've gone through something in my life, whether it was my father's cancer treatment or when we went through various trials at home or when, you know, there was uncertainty about, you know, baby stuff. And we had a lot of question marks with moving at various times in our lives and career transitions and the uncertainty of the future. I want you to know I felt the full weight of those trials. I really did. And there were moments when I felt really weak. I felt scared. I felt the fear of my circumstances. But at the same time, deep down inside my heart, there was this strange peace. And, and I don't mean to be cliche, but really, just deep down in my heart in those moments, there was this odd peace that I, I couldn't explain, that I could not shake away. I would love to take credit for it, you know, and, and you know, talk about what a great Christian I am, but I, I just can't take credit for it because I know that that peace wasn't from me, but it was from the Lord because I saw how beautiful he is and he gave me that grace to see him so clearly, it created this, this anchor in my soul. You know, the imagery that I've been using in the previous episodes about how the fear of the Lord works really is that when we um, drive on the street called grace and see his undeserved favor on our lives, it's at that point that we can be God-centered. Our hearts are able to be God-centered, and we can almost take the freeway entrance of the fear of the Lord, leading to the highway of wisdom. But if that's the imagery, well, the, the very vehicle that we're riding on is not even a car, but it's almost like a military tank right? It's this, it's like a fortress. It's unstoppable and we are safe and secure in this vehicle. That's what happens when we fear the Lord. There is an anchor in our souls. So I want to ask you, what kind of trouble or suffering or challenging circumstance are you experiencing and going through right now? It might be something relational. You know, whether it's your spouse or whether it's an ex or whether it's a dating relationship or a coworker relationship with or with our boss or, you know, a friendship that has a little bit of dysfunction or maybe with a stranger or, or a frustrating neighbor, relationships can be so challenging, can't they? And often for a lot of us, our greatest trials come from relationships, but maybe for others of us, it's really financial. Uh, this is a really challenging and painful time right now. For others of us, it might be with our child. 
our teenage son or daughter, or maybe you're that teenage child and the trial is really with mom or dad. Will you believe? Will you believe in this moment that God is not out to hurt you through your trial, but trying to heal and help and strengthen you through your circumstance? Tim and Kathy Keller, they say that depending on God in trouble is a spiritual skill that can be learned only in trouble. Difficulties, they take away earthly comforts, and then through prayer and reflection on the word, we are driven closer to God to get his unique consolations. The process is long and in many parts painful, but the fruit is a spiritual poise that no trouble can dislodge. And that's the gift. That's the gift that we are in this very season. If you're having a hard time believing that, maybe we don't have to look any further than our Savior who took on a cross. You know, what I love about our great anchor and hope is that he's not a Savior that is just in the lofty places, sitting on a throne who has no understanding of what suffering is. No, instead, he stepped down from that throne and he came to this world and then he took on a cross He knows the hunger that we experience. He knows the temptations. He knows the losses that we experience. He knows it all. He knows it all. And he suffered on that cross in order that suffering would not be fatal or final for us. Because he suffered once and for all, that gives us all the hope that we need to know that all suffering is a means in which it ultimately, God somehow mysteriously works it out for our good, for his glory. And you and I can know that today because of our beautiful Savior who suffered on that cross, rose again, and now intercedes for us in our suffering. Let's pray together. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for being a Savior who knows us, You're a high priest who sympathizes with all of our weaknesses, and we're so grateful for that. We ask for your strength. We ask for your perspective. Thank you. Thank you for your love for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.